Great to speak to you, Mossy. How are you? Uh, welcome back, boys. You know what's funny? I go back to work today, right? I went to sleep last night, still had my holiday tan, woke up this morning and I feel white again. <laughs> funny you, how it disappears overnight. Oh, it does, Mossy. Now, were you like us where we dreaded the alarm clock again, but you would have been thinking, oh, no, I'll sleep through. But did you wake up because you were filling in for us for the BSB uh, summer? Did you wake up early? Were you waking up excited to get back to work today? Well, I did, I did Monday and Tuesday last week in, uh, in the chair in the studio, and I thought, you know what? I've started it. I'm just going to keep it going. So uh, I, uh, I yeah, guess I um, got myself match fit last week. But it was funny, actually, and you guys will understand this more than anyone, but when I did the whole week before Christmas, about Thursday I started to click into gear. <laughs> and, and then it was over on Friday. <laughs> then you go, already, I'm ready to go. I'm ready to yeah, go. that's right, exactly. But you all had a good time? Mate, good we had break? a ball. Yep, no, it was yeah, good, mate. We had a really good break. We've come back refreshed and ready to get stuck into the big issues. Now, one of the biggest issues this morning, what's Dwight done? How come he's leaving? Oh. Tell you what, he, he used to be called All Night Dwight. He's now called Overnight Dwight, and uh, he's on his way. He's packed his bags. Um, interesting. It's uh, it, it was a big shock. I mean, he's only thirteen games into his um, into his managerial senior managerial career with uh, with McCarthy. He, he won the Australia Cup, so he gave, gave the club or bought the club their first piece of silverware. And um, look, there's reports over the weekend that it, it sort of centred around a, a blow-up in the dressing room um, after the the, um, the loss to Adelaide on Friday night. Um, and then him and Gino Mara, the chairman, came together on Saturday and decided it was in uh, everyone's best interest for him to move on. I, I think there's more to it. Um, mm-hmm. I, I really do. I don't think a dressing room blow-up... The, the term a pub team um, was mentioned that, that Dwight may have uh, dropped in front of the team. For me, that's not enough to go separate ways. There's got to be more to it, and maybe it was Dwight's standards and they weren't being met. I don't know, but it's, it's only speculation. But what I do hope is that, given what he's done since he's been here with the All-Stars, the A-League All-Stars, um, and uh, against Barcelona, and also with MacArthur, I'd like to see him stay in the A-League for a bit longer because you know he, he brings interest, he, he brings international exposure... Um, he's a big personality and, and he's shown that he can coach. So uh, I'd hate to see him lost this this early. Uh, Mossy, have you not heard the rumour around him going to another club out of Australia in regards to taking that next step to get himself to what his you know, end goal is to be involved in that EPL? Yeah, I ha- haven't heard that rumour yet, Clarkie, okay. but uh, I know there's a heap of rumours out there. And look, he's, he's announced that he's a career coach um, so, so he'll end up somewhere and w- whether he's got something to go to before he made that decision or not time will tell there's obviously some rumours about other A-League clubs as well um, which yeah, I, I was I shocked with the rumour linking FC. him to Sydney FC Mossy yeah look I, I just I think that's disrespectful um, you know Steve Corrick is in the job there I know it happens look I'm not naive enough to think it doesn't happen but but, you know, Sydney has seven losses from 13 games. Um, Dwight was six losses from 13 games. So, I, you know, I know he used to play for the club, um, but I, I just don't. Sometimes where there's smoke, there's fire. Who knows? But I, I spoke with Steve Corica last week. He gave me no indication whatsoever that he was uh, that he was under that much pressure. He knows he's under pressure, 100%, um, and they've got to turn things around. But there, if you watch Sydney FC's performances last week against Perth, they were 2 0 up, hit the crossbar to go 3 0, and that would have been game over. Perth came back to 2 2. And then on the weekend against West United, 
Um, West United goalkeeper Jamie Young was the best player on the pitch. Um, Sydney FC had some great chances and Jamie Young stood up. So they're not that far away from, from turning their performances into wins. And, uh, well, yesterday we saw Wellington beat the Mariners 2-1. And uh, what, what do you, what's the fallout from that game? So the Mariners still you know, flying pretty high in the competition. Could the Phoenix make a run at a top two spot, perhaps? Yeah, I think they can. Um, I, I think that's the fallout. You know, from that game because um, you know the, the Mariners are into they're, they're in second spot, um, given that uh, Western Sydney couldn't capitalise on their ga- in their game against uh, Newcastle um, that ended in a draw. But um, certainly Wellington under Ufuk Tale, who's who's in the mix big time for the New Zealand national team job as well. But Wellington are definitely a top two uh, capable of a top two finish in this competition and, and can go deep in the finals as well, if not go on and win it. Um, but, uh, look, Mariners just weren't at the races in the first half. They came uh, came home strong in the second half, uh, grabbed a late one to, to take it to 2-1, could have maybe nicked it in the end, but didn't. But, yeah, Wellington deserved the win on the uh, on the day. Got, uh, got the 10-year reunion of the 2013 grand final win with the Mariners this Saturday night up there at Gosford. Uh, the Mariners host Western Sydney Wanderers. So, uh, Arnie, myself, and uh, a lot of the players from that, game will be up there on Saturday night. Can't wait to uh, reconnect with all those uh, all those great people. I reckon that'll be a fair night out, Mossy. Um, <laughs> what about, you mentioned the Wanderers. They had the draw with the Jets, but I mean, they're sitting third on the competition table. Um, they should have beaten the Jets, shouldn't they? They should have, yep, absolutely. Um, they they uh, were very good in the first half, Western Sydney. Should have had it wrapped up by half-time, um, but didn't. And, uh, and Newcastle to be fair, fought and uh, rolled the sleeves up in the second half and um, came home pretty well. It was a fair result in the end, but, uh, yeah, Marco Rudan very upset that uh, his team couldn't capitalise on the chances first half. But, um, look, they've still got a lot of improvement in the Western Sydney and they're sitting third after 13 games. So, uh, you know, it's not a bad place to be when there's a lot of improvement left. And uh, Rudes has spoken about having some money in the bank to get a marquee striker in this transfer window. He's going to have to get his skates on because um, we haven't got long to go. But uh, if he adds a marquee striker, then watch out for them to have a huge second half of the season. Over in England in the Premier League, uh, Mossy, Arsenal, gee, that was a critical late goal, which ensured they got the three points with a 3-2 win against their old rivals, Manchester United, at the Emirates this morning. Yeah, and Ketia, the star, uh, with two goals, including that 90th minute winner that you just spoke about. Uh, there was a question mark of offside, but I'm, I'm um, happy um, that the right decision was made and it was given. Um, fantastic game. Uh, Manchester United took the lead 1-0. Uh, Arsenal back to 1-0, to then, then took a 2-1 lead. Manchester United back to 2-2 and then that late one. So a cracking game, five goals. Uh, and a lot of the time, because it was billed as you know, one of the games of the season to this point, a lot of the time, those games fall flat, don't they? But uh, this one really stacked up uh, to everything the, that uh, all the expectations that was placed on it. So, wonderful game of football. Um, Arsenal, that's a statement. That is a statement of intent. And, uh, you know, they're five points clear of Man City, who are in second. Um, another Alan Hattrick. My goodness, this guy. <laughs> He's just breaking every record. It's just remarkable. Um, and 11 points clear of Manchester United in fourth spot. So, uh, a cracking win for Arsenal. What about Everton? I mean, they're having no oh. luck at all. And Lampard, he's obviously under the pump. Does he survive? I'm, I'm not sure how thin the thread can get that he's hanging by, but uh, it, 
Mate, I, I can't see how he can survive. And I hate to see coaches lose jobs, obviously, but, um, mate, they are... Like the, the, this is the worst run they've ever had in any league um, in the first 20 games. 15 points from 60 available, um, and they are sitting second last. Um, and there's only there's only three points that separates 14th from 20th in the uh, in the EPL, and uh, Everton are on 15, which is uh, level pegging just above Southampton, last place Southampton on goal difference. So. I can't believe that the trigger hasn't been pulled yet. Um, I wouldn't be surprised at all if it's pulled this week. Um, but, yeah, not looking good for Everton. They are a serious threat of going down. Uh, and just before you go, let's talk about some mid-table mediocrity over the weekend. Liverpool and Chelsea finishing scoreless at Anfield. Uh, I'll leave it to you, Bossy. How much does that hurt? How much does that hurt, saying mid-table oh, mediocrity? Oh, it's just the truth, let's face it. Yeah, it really is. But... Um, yeah, I don't know what to say about this one. Like Jurgen Klopp said, you know, and it, 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 I guess stopped the rot from losing three on the trot, if you like. Gee, I'm a poet and I don't even know it. Um, but uh, yeah, to hear Jurgen Klopp say, you know, we little steps and, and this is a little step forward, that, that hurts for a Liverpool fan. But but Chelsea, you know, they're no better. They're uh, sitting in 10th spot or somewhere around there after that after the weekend. But um they unveiled uh, Mudrik, the, the new uh, Ukrainian striker in the second half. He, he looked lively, but uh, didn't score, obviously. But, yeah, stalemate probably sums up where both uh, both teams are at at the moment. Mossy, thank you so much. We'll chat later in the Why week. Why did you have to end on that note, Midday? Now you've just uh, put just, a complete damper on my just, first day back. Just a footnote at the end of the interview, mate. <laughs> just, just, you know, just in, in order of how much, you know, we want to talk about stuff, so... Yeah. yeah. Hey, by the way, the before I go, your good mate Ryan Phelan, how good's that? Yeah, awesome. Engaged over the weekend. Awesome news. Yep. Yeah, he's a, he's a good man, Phelan. Eh? Did a great job in the uh, in the chair during summer. Yeah. No, congratulations to him and his lovely partner Sarah for sure. Uh, we'll yeah. chat soon, mate. Thank you. Good on you guys.